For 25 years, we have been Indiana's business news leader. This is IBJ Media's Inside Indiana Business with Gary Dick. Presented by Elevate Ventures and Indiana University. The Colts Band, striking it up for a first-of-its-kind global innovation event in Indiana. In the heart of Indiana, halfway between Indianapolis and Purdue, the future of next-gen manufacturing will spark an unprecedented transformation. Don't tell me this industry isn't cutting edge. A meeting of the minds so big, it brought a Hoosier sports legend home. I thank God every day I'm an Indianapolis Colt. Thank you all very much. Manning, one of the keynote speakers at the Rally Innovation Conference, using his passion for Indiana as platform to drum up business here. Hello and welcome to Inside Indiana Business. I'm Gary Dick coming to you this week from the Indiana Convention Center in downtown Indianapolis and Rally, an event billed as the largest global cross-sector innovation conference. This is an event that has been months in the planning. Uh, let's give you a look at some of the activity here. Several thousand innovators, entrepreneurs, founders, business and technology executives from throughout the nation and around the globe. The goal to put Indiana on the global innovation stage. The event includes more than 200 speakers. This means that you are all ready to embark on an amazing adventure. Pitch competitions offering up to $5 million in prize money. And joining me now with more on what could one day become, some suggest, Indiana's South by Southwest. It's the man behind this event, Elevate Ventures CEO Christopher day. And Tof, uh, thanks for joining us. You're a very busy guy. I know a lot of activity uh, here, a lot of buzz uh, happening around the Indiana Convention Center. Yep. Talk about Rally and really what it's all about. Yep. So Rally is about creative collisions, bringing people together, cross-sector, uh, disparate stakeholders. And when we talk about cross-sector, we mean software, hard tech, sports tech, healthcare. Inside of healthcare, you have therapeutics, you have med device, et cetera. No longer is the world about when you bring a company to market, no longer is it really about a, an actual sector. It's about domain experts from across sectors. So med device could be healthcare, hard tech, software, it could even be sports tech, all in the same product. So we believe it's really critical to figure out how to get people together that don't, normally don't run the same circles in one place at the same time. The disparate stakeholder concept is to bring innovation to market, it's no longer just about the entrepreneur. It's not just about the capital, right? It's, it's the philanthropists. It's the educators. It's the legislators. It's all of these artists, scientists. It's all of these different people that have a role to play to bring innovation to life. And so very purposefully bringing cross-sector, disparate stakeholders, same place, same time for yeah. creative collisions. And, and you were you're talking about these creative collisions. You were talking about some of the, uh, the collisions, the connections that have been made here. Yeah. Uh, Representative from Shell Oil yeah. here yep. making connections. Yeah, I just met a lady. She's, she's in town from Texas with Shell Oil. And she was talking about all the different segments that they touch, right, yeah. around clean tech and much, much more, and how she's already met people that she never imagined meeting that can help her with relationships in other parts of the country or across the globe. And these are sectors of the economy where Indiana shows strength, yes. where there's potential for growth. Yep. 
Absolutely. I mean, if you think about some of the things that we're the strongest in, things like healthcare, right? Infrastructure. We're, we're the number one ranked infrastructure in the in the country, right? With a fully funded cash plan. But we go down with all those sectors: ag, food, all of these sectors. We have number one top five rankings in almost every single one of them. Sports tech, I know, is yes. another one. People get excited about that, yeah. but there's there's some huge upside potentially yeah. in terms of investment on the tech side. Yeah, 100. percent yeah. We, we think sports tech could be one of our, our biggest industries here in the future as we really power down on, on focusing on that. that in sector. your view, why is this event, uh, these, again, creative collisions, uh, this event bringing people to Indianapolis, the visibility for Indiana, why is it important? So I think it's important that we have so many assets in Indiana, we historically just don't talk about those stories. We, we don't talk about all of our number one rankings. We don't talk about our arts and science and our trails and 43 miles of beach, you know, on Lake Michigan. And this is just an opportunity to let the globe know about all the assets that exist here in Indiana because everyone is looking about the be- where is the best place to go to live, work, and play. And when you add up all the different assets, there's no question in my mind that we rank among the best in the world. In terms of the timing, too, because it's funny, or I was interested in hearing some of the conversations today talking about Silicon Valley yeah. and someone making the statement that Silicon Valley is... is so in is, 1950s. Is, yeah, old. They said is dead. They said yeah. not is going to be dead, is dead. Yeah. Maybe that's an overstatement, but does that give states like Indiana, so-called flyover states, yes. a unique opportunity. Yeah, and in fact, I think like three or four months ago, uh, I was talking with some folks, I'm like, flyover state, that language is forever dead, right? It exists no longer. But we look at three states, there's three states that account for well over 400, maybe 500,000 people have migrated out of those states for taxes and, and way of life, et cetera. And so we want to be here with a big breadbasket, with big open arms, right, to receive those people here to say this is a great place to start your business, expand your business, and uh, we can do that. Tof Day, the CEO of Elevate Ventures, thanks for joining us. Big event here. The first year I know of what will be an annual event. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Gary. All right. We'll get perspective on rally, what it means to the tech movement in Indiana. We'll talk with one of Indiana's tech pioneers, Scott Dorsey. We'll also hear from Purdue University President Meng Chang. Those stories and much more just ahead. Greetings, Gary. I'm excited to congratulate you on 25 years and to celebrate this milestone in the exceptional career of a true leader in central Indiana. Your name has become synonymous with insightful journalism and a driving force behind business and economic development. Congratulations on your 25th anniversary and here's to many more years of making a difference. I don't think there's a reason to be afraid, but I think there's a reason to be aware. Mm -hmm. So we think about automation, you know, we're still at its infancy and we have seen people automated out of jobs. But the question is, we have to start asking ourselves, what is it that we can do that robots can't do? The same thing with generative AI. A lot of times people are very scared. They're seeing it create images and text like humans would. And I tell them, I don't think that, I don't think that AI will replace humans. I think humans with AI will replace humans without AI. That's Gary Indiana, native, futurist and tech strategist, Crystal Washington, one of the many speakers here at Rally on the impact of artificial intelligence and automation on the workforce. Will it be a job killer or job creator? Well, Indiana continues to work on positioning itself as a go-to state for tech companies to do business here. The Rally Conference could, in fact, serve as a catalyst to make more big strides in that area. And that's a fact that's not lost on a lot of the tech pioneers in the state. 
Scott Dorsey is the managing partner at High Alpha, based here in Indianapolis. Scott, also uh, really one of the tech pioneers in the tech movement in Indiana. Scott, thanks for joining me. Oh, thanks, Gary. Pleasure uh, to be on the program. What do, you, what do you think about about Rally? Your perspective, I think, is um, is instructive because you've you've been around this game for a while. You've seen changes in Indianapolis and Indiana when it comes to tech and innovation. Does this represent uh, you know maybe a, a, a next step, if you will? So good. You know, what a remarkable conference, Gary, and complete credit to Christopher Day, TOEF over, over at Elevate and the entire team for having the vision and then just the will and determination to bring it to life. And I really think it's exceeding everyone's expectations in year one. Cross-sector focus, uh, folks from all over the country and the world that have come in to be a part of the pitch competition. And just as I've been walking the halls, I'm seeing so many friendly faces. So it's really great to have our tech community come together in such a meaningful way. So I'm thrilled to be a part of it. I'm sure it'll just get kind of bigger and better from here. You talk about cross-sector uh, collisions, uh, if, if you will. Why is that important? Because uh, you know, more and more you see it walking the halls here, people from different sectors of the economy actually connecting and perhaps at some point maybe even doing business. I think it's so important, Gary. I think one of the perhaps maybe untapped areas of potential that we have as a community is connecting tech into all of our other powerhouse segments and sectors ag, logistics, manufacturing, sports, life sciences, starting to happen. But this type of conference, I think, to your point, based on the collisions, allows for more idea generation, more collaboration, and hopefully will just fuel more innovation across each of those sectors as it relates to technology. Does this event uh, do anything, anything additive to the brand, if you will, of Indiana as, as an innovation as a place for innovation, to have this kind of event, to have people from around the country and in some cases around the globe come here? Oh, I think, I think so for sure. You know, there are venture capitalists from all over the country that are in having private dinners, private events. So I think when you have an anchor event like this, then there's all these kind of smaller events, you know, kind of the, the orbit, you know, really kind of gets built out. And, and that's really, really profound. And I do think we have an opportunity to celebrate Midwest tech. You know, there's no reason why Indianapolis and Indiana can't really be kind of the convener of all the great happenings that are happening throughout the Midwest and around the country. High Alpha, a success story, uh, certainly continues to be so. You've spent on any number uh, of companies. And one of the partnerships you recently announced, uh, a partnership with Purdue University uh, that will be uh, housed at Bottle Works here in, in downtown Indianapolis. Talk about that because I think there are several tentacles to that that could be really impactful. Yeah, thanks, Gary. So we are currently operating High Alpha 3, getting ready to start our fundraising efforts for High Alpha 4. We've started over 40 companies over the last eight years and have made about 100 venture investments all around the country. We love Bottleworks. That's been an incredible home for our team and our portfolio companies, and it's really becoming kind of a hub for entrepreneurship and innovation. We are very focused on new, fresh ideas and talent. And through our relationships with all universities, uh, that's become a big part of what we do at High Alpha. And we actually have three components, our studio, our fund, and then High Alpha Innovation that works with higher ed and, and large companies that do spin-outs. But Purdue, we've really built a special relationship. Uh, credit to President Chang. He and I are going to go on stage here shortly, which I'm really quite excited about. But uh, Mung's got an incredible vision around bringing Purdue at Indianapolis together with the business community and the tech community and as a result of those conversations, we've announced a partnership where Purdue University will co-locate with us 
on our third floor at, at the High Alpha building, High Alpha HQ. And um, still a lot of details to be worked out, but it looks like the uh, Mitch Daniels Executive MBA program will be housed out of our building, and then some components of Purdue Innovates with the overall goal of integrating students and faculty into our early stage startups. Scott Dorsey, the managing partner at High Alpha. Scott, thanks so much uh, for joining My us. My pleasure. Thanks for having Continue me. Continue to make an impact here. It's very much appreciated. Thanks, thanks. Gary. When we come back, Purdue University President Meng Chang, he weighs in on the education side of preparing tech workers of the future. At PNC Bank, we're committed to making a difference in the lives of our customers and communities by helping them move forward financially. As a Main Street Bank, we try to do right by our customers with every encounter. Our local teams offer personalized financial advice to help guide you in making the best decision. We're proud to be part of your community, PNC Bank. See how we can make a difference for you at PNC.com. Copyright 2022, the PNC Financial Services Group Bank, all rights reserved. We have the most valuable human pharmaceutical company in Eli Lilly, the number two uh, animal health company in the world. You have the largest pure play ag company in the world with Corteva. Those intersections are the intersections that happen here at Rally where we're seeing food innovators talk to human health innovators. That's Agronova's CEO, Mitch Frazier, on Indiana's ag bioscience assets and the impact this event rally could have on the sector. Well, Purdue University has established itself as a globally respected leader in engineering, innovation, and technology. And innovation, a big part of a new initiative at the school, launched just this year. And I'm pleased to be joined at the rally event here at the Convention Center in downtown Indianapolis by Meng Chang, Purdue University's president. You can't really say new president anymore. You've been on the job for a while now, right? Uh, yeah, almost eight months. Yeah. Uh, are you counting? I'm counting. <laughs> exactly. Good to be here. Well, innovation uh, certainly a buzzword and something that's being talked a lot uh, yes. uh, around the state of Indiana. And I know Purdue has just launched this year, this summer, mm. Purdue Innovates. What's, yes. what's that all about? Well, Gary's all about creating jobs and talents and innovation together, all three together, uh, right here in India, but throughout the state of Indiana. And that's the mission for Purdue. It's the mission for Purdue Innovates. This mm -hmm. is collaboration between the university and the research foundation uh, of the university. And there are two parts. One is supporting inventors, file more patents, license patents, and turn that knowledge creation into societal impact. And the other is to support entrepreneurs, faculty, students, Boilermaker alumni who are entrepreneurs. In fact, uh, this coming November 9th to 10th, we'll have the first Purdue Entrepreneur Alumni Reunion, P-E-A-R. If you go to purdueforlife.org slash P-E-A-R, you can register for that as well. That's all the commercial. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, you did a very nice job of that, by the way. Um, Purdue in Indianapolis. Yes. Uh, Big, uh, gotten a lot of attention, certainly yes. your friends at Indiana University mm. with, with IU in Indianapolis as well. But as you look at uh, the innovation and entrepreneurship mm. piece, how does that fit into your vision mm. for what Purdue in Indianapolis is going yes. to be? Well, Purdue University in Indianapolis starting July 1 next year will be a comprehensive urban campus for the university. And we'll be bringing all kinds of degrees and majors uh, at undergraduate and graduate level to the capital city of our state, including medicine and health related, sports related, HTM related, and also uh, entrepreneurship. In fact, we're now renting the third floor of High Alpha's building in Bottleworth District, a vibrant district from Scott Dorsey and his team to focus on the Daniel School of Business 
and to focus on entrepreneurship. And a big piece, I know, of, of locating that, that, that campus, that piece of West mm -hmm. Lafayette here in Indianapolis, is that connection uh, beyond the campus out into the community and, and with the business community? It's all about unique student experiences in the urban setting. It's all about working with partners, especially business communities, companies large and small. Got to ask you about uh, something you've talked a lot about mm -hmm. from a vision standpoint, and it's that 63-mile hard tech corridor yes. from the Purdue campus in downtown yes. Indianapolis through Lebanon and the Leap Innovation District up to West Lafayette. Is that beginning to kind of take shape? Well, it is getting formed, that yeah. whole hard tech corridor. And Gary, you said better than I could have. And it's all about generating jobs and talent and innovation along this 65-mile long, corrid uh, long corridor. And it's about ag tech, it's about biotech and pharmaceutical manufacturing, it's about microelectronics, it's about aerospace transportation, the smart crossroads of America, uh, and we're very excited that this is getting formed as we speak. Purdue President Meng Chang, uh, President Chang, thank you so much. You've got, a, you've got a speech to give, so we'll let you uh, get going. Thanks for joining us. i got to put the audience to sleep. <laughs> Great. Good, Good to be to here. Yep. Thanks. Next, a business match made in heaven. We'll show you what happens when a sports hub like Indianapolis and technology cross paths. Here's what's making news around Indiana. Brought to you by the Indiana Association of Realtors, Indiana's 21,000 realtors, the neighbors you know, the experts you can count on. Every inner city child will tell you where to plug in if they want to play basketball. Um, AAU basketball, travel basketball, school ball, work hard, go to camps, I'll make it to the pros, I'll make it to college. But what if I want to be an entrepreneur? Where do I plug in? What if I have an idea to start a business? Where do I plug in? That's former NFL defensive end and IU football star Emil Ekior. He's now putting his talents to use as CEO, founder of InnoPower, a community-focused organization giving black and brown youth the tools needed to be entrepreneurs in Indiana and around the globe. Welcome back to the Rally event in downtown Indianapolis. We're at the Indiana Convention Center where thousands of entrepreneurs have converged for this first ever event. You know, the focus here is on six key areas of the economy, areas in which Indiana has some particular strength. Among them, ag, food, hard tech, entrepreneurship. And one area that some suggest could be the biggest of them all, sports tech. With details on that and where Indiana may be headed, Mary Rachel Redmond is in another part of the Indiana Convention Center with more. Mary Rachel. Well, Gary, when you're talking about the fabric of Indianapolis and really the state of Indiana for that matter, sports is at the heart of the Hoosier State. And with the growing street cred of central Indiana's tech sector, it appears the state's well on its way to becoming a global hub for sports tech. You look back to the 1970s, the Indiana Sports Corp form, that has kind of like led to tons of development in the, in the Indiana um, sports ecosystem as a whole. We host some of the biggest events in town, and I think the next evolution of that, if you look at the past couple of years, Techstars has come into town, Techstar Sports, and you know, you've had these different pieces moving in the direction of uh, Indy becoming the sports tech capital of the world. It's just in our DNA in Indiana. Makes perfect sense. I've had conversations from autonomous vehicles, Another motor, you know, racing capital of the world, to looking at collegiate sports and athletes as well. 
So I see a lot of cool ideas. You can see on the right side, you can see, you can see all those different flags coming up. So there are people literally from around the world all simultaneously training, biking, collaborating together. Out of 64 cities in the Midwest, Indianapolis ranks number four overall in the top startup cities. But Grody says the biggest hurdle for Indiana to really grow its tech ecosystem is capital. The next evolution in Indiana is a sports tech fund, a dedicated smart money who, who knows uh, sports tech to really take the, the environment to the next level. We've brought founders from all over the world via the Techstars program, which I've been involved with for the past four years, but we've had a hard time keeping them here in the state. And so I think that um, one of the, the missing pieces, the way I see it, to really create the, the sports tech flywheel is a sports tech fund. And I think Indiana is well positioned to, to, to get that off the ground. Two simple phrases that have helped me build friends and relationships with people all over the world. Neely Bott, founder and CEO of Next Practice Partners in Carmel and a leader in the tech space on a global scale, says he came to Indiana from San Diego and saw firsthand the unique assets already in place to make the Hoosier State a future firebrand in sports tech. Now, I'm a transplant here and Hoosier hospitality, it's not a title, it's reality, right? For companies, for people wanting to come here, when people are the differentiator, Hoosier hospitality makes a difference. Letting people know that they have this chance here, unlike any other place, to have access, to have opportunity, if they choose to be here and grow here. I think we've made a lot of progress, there's still a lot to be done, but it's a really, really unique environment. The fact that we're a middle market, you know, not Chicago, not LA, not New York, that's beautiful because you know what, the sports organizations can come together and do something so unique that they've never done before and is not possible in other markets. Those seeds planted and you haven't even seen the green shoots come out of the seeds. Well, Gary, I think it's safe to say the future is bright for sports tech here in Indiana. Back to you. Well, I certainly want to take a moment to welcome the newest member to the Inside Indiana Business Statewide Television Network, Lakeshore Public Media in Northwest Indiana. For more than three decades, the station has been the television source for news and information in Northwest Indiana. As we continue to cover everything from the future of U.S. Steel to the transformation of the South Shore Rail Line, you can catch it every Friday evening at 8 and Sunday morning at 9.30 on Lakeshore Public Media in Northwest Indiana. Well, that's all the time we have for this week's edition of the show. A reminder, we have had lots of great conversations uh, with some great folks here at the Indiana Convention Center at the rally event founders, entrepreneurs, innovators. To catch all of those interviews, all you have to do is go to InsideIndianaBusiness.com. I'm Gary Dick. Thanks for joining us. Go out and make it a successful week. Thank you for listening to the Inside Indiana Business Television podcast. Remember, you can get the latest business news from every corner of the state at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. I'm Gary Dick. Go out and make it a successful week.